0: Welcome to the Rebelpreneur Podcast. Mel Cutler here, your ultimate rebelpreneur, business nonconformist, and disruptor to the max. I wanted to welcome you to another new interview for you to listen into that's going to blow your mind. Remember to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already and leave an awesome review the moment you feel that your brain just shifted in a new direction to create amazing results in your life and business. Ding, 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 important note. I am still giving my brand new book, The Big Boom, away for free. You're gonna learn how to ignite your life, blow up your barriers, and get explosive results in the entrepreneur revolution. You heard me right totally free all i ask is that you cover shipping go to bigboombook.com that's bigboombook.com right now and grab your copy while you still can and discover the secrets that helped me start six companies with two of them hitting seven figures in revenue and retiring at age 25 you will absolutely love it okay Let's get this show started. We have here someone super awesome, Casey Eberhardt. How you doing, man?
1: I am so awesome; it ought to be a sin. (laughs) Yeah, I like to say though, in twelve or (laughs) thirteen states, it probably is. But yeah, Yeah,
0: I think I believe it is a sin. (laughs) Um, So, for those of you listening in, you guys are super lucky. Casey is a sought-after keynote speaker. He's an awesome guy who um, talks about business. He started up businesses. He's continued to grow several successful businesses and really at the end of the day, I wanted to have him on because he's a really fun guy and uh, he's really open and genuine. And you know, we meet people that are successful in our lives, but whether they're successful and willing to share is a whole different thing. So Casey, why don't we jump in here? And I know you're somebody who is heavy on networking, heavy on marketing. You've figured out a way to generate leads, convert leads. And really, you know, every time I see you or talk to you and, you know, I've had the good fortune of meeting you in person several times, you know, you're always up to some big things. So why don't you share a little bit more about what you're up to and uh, what, what you're doing?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I've, I, Mel, first off, let me just thank you for having me on. You know, it's, it's one of those things I always love when I get a chance to hang out and have a great conversation with a peer who's also up to big things, you know, sometimes, sometimes we do these interviews, you know, how these things roll. Sometimes it feels like you're dragging and you're not, you're really trying to um, pull people along. What I love is that every time we get together, we can spar and have a great conversation. And, you know, I really believe that as entrepreneurs, one of the things that really propels and boosts our business is when you can get two or three or four people in a room together and really just have kind of this you know like a clash of ideas but it sounds more negative than it is but i really mean sort of like the big bang theory uh, of ideas so you know look i am all about increasing people's business i know that there are two things that business owners want and need more than any any other thing but and i speak across stages around the world i ask the same questions i I've helped literally now at this point, probably 10,000 entrepreneurs really move the needle forward on their business. And um, I know that at the end of the day, there's two things that every business owner wants and/or needs more than anything else, and that's to save time and make more money. So really where I kind of excel is really pushing people, giving them things that save time and make them more money, but also more importantly, teach that philosophy to the business owners that that's what their customers. Also want, and I think so many times we miss the mark on really advancing our customers' ability to improve their lives because we miss the mark just thinking that our product, you know, is the best widget. But if we really um, cut through the the heart of what everybody wants, it's really about you know what's the benefit that our product, good, or service derives. And so, you know, up to big things is is a huge thing for me. You know, Mel, I, and I don't even know if you and I have had this discussion, but I come from the amusement park world. So when I was 22 years old, I became the general manager of an amusement park and a water park up in uh, Pacific Northwest. And two years after I took over as the general manager, we, three years, we ended up selling to a massive conglomerate of amusement park, Six Flags. But I'm not supposed to say what company it was. But so after that, I increased our revenue, decreased costs, gave our customers family experience, moved down here worked in the film business and a couple years after living here, uh, had the good fortune of working on an Oscar award-winning show. So, I was one of the producers on a show called Being John Malkovich and from there, I've just bought and sold and built businesses my whole life. I'm a true entrepreneur in that, you know, from the age of 22 when we sold, I mean, I kind of took that park on as my own project because that was the directive, but Really, I haven't really had a job forever, and now I speak and train all over the world. And I'm kind of a true entrepreneur in the sense that I don't. Know, to me, job is a swear word. Yeah, right. It's just like I can barely, I can barely even say it. Just because as we go further in time, I realize that the word job or employee or W two taxation, all of that kind of stuff, is going away. And so we have to. You and I have to lead uh, an entrepreneur revolution, pun intended. Really helping business owners become entrepreneurs.
0: I love that. I love that, Casey. And I know you mentor a private group of people in your platinum mastermind group. I want to dive a little more into your mindset of how does somebody make that shift that they don't have to exchange dollars for hours, that actually it's a choice to go and slave away and exchange your time for money? And how does somebody from a background, right? Because not everyone is so fortunate to really have the insight till they get a lot of pain. And I believe when somebody has a lot of pain, then they start making changes. So how can somebody watching this, listening to this right now, make a shift from going from squandering their life away, whether they realize it or not, and not making what they deserve and wasting time, how does somebody flip that switch in their own head?
1: Well, I think the first thing, Mel, is that they have to realize there's another side, right? I mean, mindset is so an important foundational piece for this that we have to get it right. And so I, I talk a lot about, you know, sometimes we sell 1099 ideas to W2 mentalities. And W2 job, you know, if you're sitting in a cubicle or you're sitting in your car in traffic right now listening to this because you're back and forth from a job, you really don't have any leverage, right? And we really, um, until we leverage our time, energy, money, and resources, we just have linear. So my first piece of advice to everybody is go buy the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's just like, it's just kind of like the Foundational piece, and Kiyosaki does an amazing job in there of introducing the concept of cash flow quadrant, which is being able to recognize that there are really four different types of income. Right? You have employee income. You have self-employed income, which I think a lot of people mistake for being an entrepreneur. Right? These are your doctors, dentists, lawyers, veterinarians, people whose um, income is driven by them. Right, so even though we sell them on the idea that that's being an entrepreneur, not 100% convinced that that's a true entrepreneur. You might have some entrepreneurial opportunities in there, but when you move to the right side of this quadrant, which is business owners and investors, it's really the ability for us to leverage everything that exists so that we're not doing everything with our own two hands.
0: Totally, Casey, I love that example because what's interesting is people always wonder, well, you know, that's how the other side lives, right? That's how how, those people were born rich. They got lucky, you know, they're geniuses where really that type of thinking, even if that was true, which it's not, can't benefit an average person to think that because if you don't think you're a genius, you're not going to get it. So what's powerful is in that rich dad, poor dad book. And I actually, in my book, I take that quadrant and I apply it to the four stages of entrepreneurship once you're in an entrepreneur and, and being a true entrepreneur is what we're talking about. That's At the end of the day, it's creating something scalable, creating something that you instead of being the puppet, you're the puppet master, right? Yep. And being able to really pull the strings. And when I say that, I mean putting your money to work for you right letting your money bring you a return
1: i would just say let's expand that conversation where it's not just money it's time energy money all your available resources having those work for you yeah. you know if you take an hour of time and i love that you've been able to do this amazingly well where you can take an hour of your time and actually have that almost put into the marketplace and work for you equal to tens of thousands of hours of your time. It's almost like you're benefiting from your own hour over and over and over again versus somebody that works at, you know, at, at a cubicle somewhere where they, they invest an hour of their time and they're paid accordingly. Yeah. And most people are not paid really what they're worth. What they're actually paid is the level at which their boss feels they bring value to that marketplace. Yeah. And the second that that value is a penny below what that boss is, feels it's worth, they're out.
0: Yep. So let's say, Casey, let's say, you know, we're talking about some real powerful concepts here. And, and not only concepts, but reality, right? When people wake up to it. Let's say we're talking about someone who has awoken. They're going through the entrepreneur revolution. They're realizing their value is a bit more than it was in the past. They've stepped into becoming a solopreneur and now they have really, you know, they've exchanged, you know, the saying they've exchanged their nine to five to a five to nine, (laughs) but they have uh, regained some of their own control by starting up their own business. Now a whole new set of challenges, a whole new set of problems creep in and now they're trying to figure out how do I generate leads? How do I add more value? How do I actually leverage my time once again? What do you say to that person?
1: So uh, that's a great question, Mel. So I, I have a couple, of, a couple of different answers that kind of go in, a different, in different strings. So I'll try to give you a couple answers and then bring it back a bit. I believe that connectivity is today's new currency. So I start from that premise that even if somebody has, as a solopreneur, Uh, if they don't have a network or they're not connected to people, they're screwed because a lead is only somebody that has come into your space as a contact. Then they've become raised, risen their hand and said, Hey, I'm a prospect. And they, all the requirements for somebody to be a prospect. But if we don't have the ability to be in front of a network or in front of people, whether it's social media, internet marketing, or, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, Um, then we're screwed. So I think we have to really start with the fundamental focus of everybody when they start to make that shift is we have to start building the most valuable asset that any of us have and it's the one thing that no matter what business of ours crashes, we still have intact and that's our network, right? The ability to pick up the phone, shoot a quick text, connect with somebody on social media, the bigger the network, the more money a solopreneur or entrepreneur is going to make. And I've just not seen anybody be able to debunk that myth, right? You and I are connected, so we're leveraging this, right? You're recording this, I'm recording this. I have the good fortune that you're a far bigger name than I am, so I'll get to go and put it all over my social media and say I was interviewed by the Mel Cutler, right? So that's because we know each other, right? We know each other because we have another several points of connection. So when somebody first starts down this journey and this road of being an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, I think we really have to get clear that in the beginning of it, it's about building network and how do we add value to that network. If we add value to that network, the reality is that network will then help us build our business. They'll help us bring back more people into the network. And what I mean by that is if you can develop some raving fans in your business, raving fans out of customers or your people in your network, they will help bring their networks back to you. It's one of the reasons why I talk a lot in big room presentations about influence, right? I always ask the same thing at every event. I say, who's the most powerful woman in the world? And it doesn't matter if I'm in Canada, Omaha, Australia, Mexico, I ask and it doesn't matter if there's 3 people in the room or 10,000 people in the room. It's the same answer every single time and it, it's Oprah Winfrey. And I say, "Okay, well what does she sell?" And I get all these answers. The the immediate answer is herself, right? But at the end of the day what she does is she builds a ne- built a network of people, of contacts, and she sells her influence. You know, buy this coffee, buy this book, check out this card. And That's where the value is. What Oprah has that nobody can take away from her is her network, the ability for her to pick up the phone and call other influencers. And that's why, you know, in our partner circle, one of the things that we drill really heavy on is leveraging your network and build a network of other influencers so that those influencers can bring their network and you can exchange. And that's how how we scale or get really big really, really fast.
0: I love that. And it makes, it makes total sense. You know, if you think of the most influential people, they have a network, they have power over their network and that's why no matter what's in the bank account, they're going to do well if they know how to leverage it. So before we get into actually how to leverage it, because I know you have some good uh, tips on that, let's first talk about how do you actually start and grow and put yourself into the right network? What are some steps to do that?
1: Great question. So in my hand is the most valuable tool of our day. I know we're on laptops right now. I know your cell phone is within arm's reach, right? Our cell phone is the most magical tool on the planet. It's our ability to reach out to the world. So the first thing, and I actually do this at lots of events, the first thing that you can do, and if you can get into the habit of this, it's massive. Pick up your phone and text the last 10 people you've texted with and just say, "Hey, just reaching out, wanted to say hope you're having a great day. Is there anything on social media that I can help you promote?" Right? Super easy, very low risk. No one's going to say, you know, "F off, take me off your li-. I mean, these are all people that are already in your phone, right? Same with social media. I crack up all the time when people go to my Facebook page and they're like, "I can't even tell what you do on your Facebook page." I don't even know what you do, and I'm like, exactly. But Mel, if you were to flip to my Facebook page right now, what you would see is the last four posts are me promoting people in my network that already have influence. So uh, I like a guy named Eric Worry because I, I work in the network marketing space as well. So he did a video, I posted that video up on Facebook today, I said, hey you guys, if you're in network marketing, check out this video by Eric Worry, tagged him, tagged his fan page blah 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 the reason I love this is it's right in line with some of the best trainers in the space ever and then I tagged I think five or six amazing trainers in network marketing well people follow them people that follow their trainings are now going to see that and they're going to see that I'm promoting if you were to go look at the comments right now almost every one of them has commented on that post And now they're all being intertwined with each other as a group. So social media is the great equalizer, right? It's made all of us a media company, essentially. So I always look for networking opportunities or opportunities to help somebody. And I say help somebody, I didn't say sell somebody. Help somebody get further ahead in their business.
0: I love that. That's awesome. That's, you know, it's, it's why I love it is because it's simple. It's literally somebody listening to this could right now pick up their phone, send out as a matter of fact, when we're done,
1: I'm going to do that. Here's the thing. I'll even simplify it. Text 10 people a day, put on your calendar, take 15 minutes. I don't know, maybe in the morning when you're on the toilet, maybe it's a, we live in Los Angeles. So maybe it's in your car when you're stopped at a traffic light, get in the habit of building that network of people on your phone, not trying to sell them stuff. I, I I am fascinated by people that try to just constantly sell. And I get ABC always be closing, I get generating and converting leads, I get all of that. But at its core, your network is the foundation of all business. Yeah. Right, I mean it's why I recommend brand new people, go join a network marketing company. I don't care what it is, but one of the things that you're gonna learn about multi-level marketing or home-based business or relationship marketing or network marketing whatever the profession calls itself right now it will teach you some fundamental skill sets i mean i i just got back we were just talking right before we went on air about you know this event we were doing I, i was speaking at out in vegas you got 300 people in the room all calling themselves entrepreneurs and the number of people that i had private conversations with one weren't in love with their product or We're in love with their product, but don't have the network to sell that product to. It's mind boggling. It's mind boggling to me. It's always like, look who your network is. Where is the problem that all these folks have? Who are the big players inside that network? Solve their problems, promote the crap out of them, and then say, hey, I have this product good or service that I think would be really beneficial to you. Would you give it a look?
0: What I love, Casey, is what you're sharing right now is the universal principle of giving before getting.
1: I train it. It's, it's, uh, there's actually a, a, a phrase for it, and, and we use it in one of my businesses um, globally. It's the difference between giving to give and giving to get. And there's a lot of people that like, go to networking events trying to get business, but nobody goes to a networking event with their checkbook open to buy crap. When I go to a networking event, I'm looking to meet five influential people. And my only thing that I do while I'm there is to try to do a Facebook live with them or schedule a video with them or get them to coffee so that I can figure out how I can help them move the needle forward on their business. It's literally sell more by not selling.
0: I love that. I love that. As a matter of fact, I practice the same type of philosophy this last weekend, I was in Vegas. I know you were in Vegas, and I was at an event. And uh, at that event, that's exactly what I did with the speaker. It was an event with business owners who are looking to exit, sell their company. And this gentleman helps them build up the value before they exit. So everybody in there, they're multimillionaires, they have a successful company. And the gentleman himself has exited out of several companies and just awesome guy. At the end of that event, I literally went up to him. I said, Hey, can we do a quick little interview where I promote your podcast? Let me promote your book to my community." And we stood there, we shot a video, and he loved it. And that's somebody that I want on my team. He's somebody that I want on my board. And before I ask something that I want from him, I need to give back to him. I need to build that relationship. That's how relationships and friends are built. It's not by you know selling, selling, selling in the standard way, it's by giving, serving, and then reciprocating. On that thought, Have you picked up my new book, Big Boom, yet? For a very limited time, I'm giving it away for free. You will learn how to sell your product and service better, how to market so you get unlimited leads, and how to grow an all-star team without spending a fortune. Go to BigBoomBook.com. That's BigBoomBook.com. And just cover shipping, and I'll ship it to you ASAP. Also, if you've already gotten some great value from Rebelpreneur Radio, Go leave us an awesome review, so you can inspire somebody with your words.
1: Well, let's take what you did a step further, because this is, this is a fundamental thing, because people will say, I know people will say, yeah, but I may not have, um, I may not have the network already, or I may not understand how my phone would do a video, I may not understand how to do a video with them, whatever. There's an amazing website out there. I don't know if, if you guys have heard of it. It literally will teach you how to do anything if you ask it. It's an, amazing, it's an amazing website. It's called YouTube. If you don't know how to shoot a video on your phone, go type into YouTube how to shoot a video on my iPhone or Samsung 7 or whatever. It'll show you, I promise, right? But here's the thing, Mel. So let's take, let's take what you just did in Vegas a half step further. So you go to an event, you found the influencer, who's a speaker, right? Speakers are influencers, that's why we're in the front of the room usually, right? Because we have influence, <laughs> right? So you do a video promoting this guy. Now, from your perspective, you, I know you well enough to know that at your core, at your heart, you're like, I'm gonna bring this guy's podcast to my tribe, right? There's a recipe in business, it's actually very simple. Build the tribe, engage the tribe, market to the tribe. Very simple process. Everything you do in business has to do one of those three things, right? Either building an audience, communicating with the audience, or selling to the audience. So you do a video with it. Now what happens? You do a video with this guy. You go back and you put it on your social media. Let's just say you even send out an email to your entire list. Or I know that you run meetups around, around the country. So you send it out as a marketing tool for this guy's podcast, right? First off, he's going to love you. Second of all, he's going to go, oh my gosh, there are so many people out there that say they're going to promote my podcast that don't. So Mel does that. I better get him on my show because I know he'll promote the episode he's on. Number two. Number three, most people don't understand search engine optimization or understand that the internet is real estate play on some level. And you promoting that on your blog, on your social media, tagging this guy in it, now you get to be introduced to his audience as well and fourth, and probably most importantly he's going to go promote that same video to his own crowd thus inadvertently introducing his network to you now let me say let me bring this back and i'll bring it back full circle just to tie up this oprah loose end i sat and studied oprah i literally just spent a massive amount of time studying this woman because she's the most powerful woman in the world, above the queen, above politicians, above everybody. And what I found, Mel, was that she actually has a formula. And it's actually a very simple formula that all of us can implement in our business, like by the time we're done. Here it is. You did it in Vegas past weekend. Other people's content plus their reach equals more contacts for you. Think about it, Oprah does a show, she brings on a guest, they promote that they're gonna be a guest on their social media, they come to her show, a few of them stay through the second 20 minute period where she brings on a second guest, they're promoting a movie, they're promoting a book, they're promoting something else, and she collects that those groups of contact. That's exactly what you're doing. You're taking his content, in this case his podcast, his reach, and bringing them back Through you now imagine if as speakers as trainers or whatever we did that all the time now it's why you can go you know Mel and I see you all over the place I can go to any event and everybody knows who you are because you're really good at promoting other people making them feel special bringing them into your network sharing valuable content look let's even go a step further you're doing a podcast right so this is the podcast a video a vlog right? This content will be repurposed over and over and over again. Yes. Is it a good idea to do a podcast or a radio show? Absolutely. Is it a better idea to do a podcast or a radio show where you're interviewing somebody else? Absolutely. Because if it was just you, you would be able to put this out and talk about whatever topic you were going to talk about. The fact now that you and I are on here, is there a high likelihood guys that I'm going to promote this as well? Absolutely. So now Mel is going to be enhanced by some of my tribe or some of my network that doesn't know Mel. So if I can make Mel feel amazing and if I can bring new audience members to Mel and I can even help Mel sell his programs and get into his space, the likelihood that when I need a favor from Mel or I then wanna do a webinar on something that I might be selling, I can call Mel and I can say, hey, can I get you on my show? Can I have you come speak at one of my rooms? And that's how this whole game works. And we haven't even started talking about selling yet.
0: I know, I love it, Casey. And I know you have um, some great tips on selling. You just shared some great tips on really marketing. You know, I mean, and really it's coming from a place of giving. And that whole shift in mindset, I think is the key. You know, I've interviewed multimillionaires. I've interviewed even a couple of billionaires. And as the chain goes up, those billionaires are the biggest givers. I mean, they look really at Gary
1: Chuck. I mean, Gary I've, I've known Gary for for years. And it's it cracks me up because a lot of times, you know, you just take speakers. You know, these, these speakers we go on stage, we're so convinced we've got to deliver our presentation. I've watched Gary make six figures an hour walking on stage and just going, You guys, I'm just here for you, line up and we'll just take questions all the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's not even trying to sell anything. He sells more by not selling. That's powerful. Now, Mel, I do think it is worth having a a small conversation about actual sales. And I don't care what your product, good, or service is. I think the biggest thing, and I see this in my platinum group, when people come into our platinum group, you know, the first thing we do is we basically break down their business down to its bare basic parts and then rebuild it and scale it. Like, I'm not the guy you call to grow a business 20, 30% a year. You want to grow at 100% a quarter? I'm the guy. I'm not the guy you want to grow 10, 20% and you're happy with that a year. Like there's a gazillion of them. Go watch some webinars. Right. But the thing that I fundamentally understand probably better than most is that you have to have a very good, clear, solid idea of who your customer really is and how they learn where they actually hang out and actually talk to them in their language right and and, you know I I just use the three big social media sites LinkedIn Facebook and Twitter those are three completely different platforms with completely different mindsets Twitter think of it like you're at a bar how are you gonna try to sell something at a bar it's the same concept quick fast-paced the best thing you can do is hope to capture their attention before they go into the bathroom in line for like five seconds or out on a smoke break but in the bar itself really difficult to sell something right Facebook, think of it like you're at a backyard barbecue. You've got a little bit of friends, a little bit of family, a little bit of business. You're all sitting around having a beer together, taking fun, goofy pictures, a little bit of work, a little bit of business. It's more of a lifestyle platform. LinkedIn, you're in an office building. The same person can still play on all three. It's the mindset of where they are, and that's how you wanna communicate with them. You know, I posted a picture on Facebook yesterday. That was a picture of a rhinoceros, and it said, real unicorns have curves. stupid goofy picture Twitter and Facebook that works if I were to go on LinkedIn and post real unicorns have curves it's out of context right and so as entrepreneurs that are selling stuff we have to be able to talk to our clients in their language the way they learn and really talk to them not just broad based
0: I agree I agree and that's a that's an awesome breakdown you gave terms of Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let's maybe pick one of those and dive in into how a business owner today, right now, could start prospecting
1: on one of those channels. Awesome, so I make 80% of, 80% of my social media expertise or my social media time goes into Facebook, okay? Now, after this weekend, I, I have to say, um, I'm gonna probably switch a little bit more into LinkedIn because, Um, I I found out this weekend, hearing a presentation, that the average Twitter um, user, average income on Twitter is $42,000 a year. The average user on Facebook is $58,000 a year. And the average person on LinkedIn is $112,000 a year. So, if you're selling, you know, if you're selling a a Post-it notepad, you could probably sell it on Twitter or Facebook, doesn't really matter you're selling a high-end coaching program that allows businesses to make more money, you might play on LinkedIn, right? Just because they tend to have more money, right? So let's just talk Facebook for a second. Here's the thing about social media. It's called social media. It's not called logo book. It's not called brand book. It's not called, um, you know, sell me your stuff book. It's called Facebook. So First thing is, very first thing, and I'll just go through what we kind of do when we start somebody in our mastermind program. I go through and I force them to take every post that they post on Facebook and we edit their Facebook page. I, we make them delete any post that talks about sports, religion, politics, sex, and or negativity. Every post comes off social media because we, again, have to start with the network. So if I go on Facebook and say I love Donald Trump, immediately I lose half the people. If I go on and I say I love Hillary Clinton or or I love I love liberals, lose half of the audience. Now I start talking about religion. I'm Jewish. I'm not Jewish. I, I you know you know whatever the religious connotations. Now you start chunking down. The only time I have ever worked with a client that I have embraced and allowed social media posts on religion was a client of mine who sold advertising in Catholic church newsletters. Right? So that, but, so you got to stop posting that. So we keep the open audience, right? Number two, right now. And this is so important. You guys right now, where we are today, video, Facebook live video is huge. Facebook changes up their algorithm all the time. And Facebook algorithm is just the formula that they decide who sees what piece of content or what post. Okay. I'm a total nerd geek. So Facebook live. Oh, but I don't know how to do Facebook live. That's awesome because all you have to do is go to YouTube and go how to do a Facebook live. And it'll tell you like it's genius, right? So by not posting about religion, sports, why sports? Because You know, look, we just had a a big, uh, I guess it was some sort of football game. I don't really follow sports, but I know there were people that were for one side and there were for people that were the other side. And if you're selling a product, people are fanatical and people are nutty. So if you post, I'm a fan of this sports team, you run the risk, not always, but you run the risk of somebody not doing business with you because they're on the total opposite end of the sports team, right? So Religion, sports, politics, sex, and negativity. The reason I say mean negativity is if you go on Facebook and say, my luggage didn't arrive off to of my Delta Airlines and I'm going to try to take down the airlines and flex my, flex my social media muscle. First off, Delta Airlines does not care that you with your 3000 friends are posting something negative about them. A negative publicity is good publicity. Second, the bloody airline is an acronym for don't expect luggage to arrive. So, If you, and thirdly, what happens is, Mel, if you go and you post, I had a horrible experience of Bank of America, or I hate Delta Airlines, or Starbucks is horrible. What you're really telling your audience is, if a deal goes bad, I'm willing to go shout it from the mountaintops and put somebody down in public. And that's a lot, that's very risky for consumers, right? Subconsciously. The other thing is, you wanna start promoting your clients on Facebook right? I don't promote what I sell on Facebook hardly ever. What I do is I go promote people in my network and what they're selling. And through conversation, they're going to ask. And I might say, look, you know, like, like I might jump on and say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do a quick Facebook live in 20 minutes on four different ways to generate leads for your business. Right? Then I do a little Facebook live and say, Hey you guys, there's four different ways to generate leads for your business. How about you text 10 people a day, and ask them to go take a look or set up a, um, set up a landing page or a, a, a page where somebody can schedule some time to chat with you. You know, one of the things I love doing is I'm not an outbound phone call guy, right? I have a list of voicemails. I never call back. But you call my voicemail and it says, hey, thanks for calling. Um, I'm not a real guy that calls you back. So if you leave me a message, don't expect to call back. But if you want to chat, go to connectwithcasey.com and pick a time on my calendar that works for you. And now it gives me the ability to have somebody go pick a time that works best for them rather than me trying to catch them when they're, you know, at little Johnny's cello lesson or Sally's ballet recital or whatever. Does that make sense? That's a really good tip. Really, really good. Change your voice. Well, do this. Call your voicemail and listen to yourself and ask yourself, would I hire me? Mm. If your voicemail is, hi, this is Mel. bring your name and number in. You know, I'll call you back and try to sell you some crap that nobody really wants, right? Like that attention span you guys is so valuable. Think of think of um, what's the big football game? Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Tell I don't follow sports. <laughs> um, what I know about that Super Bowl game when it occurs is that a commercial is worth millions and millions of dollars. Well, what really is a commercial? I can tell you this from an uh, entertainment background. A commercial is attention span and what we do is we create this massive piece of content over here to keep you from changing the channel for 30 seconds because we're selling attention span. When we do a movie, when we create a movie, you guys might go to a movie because it's a good movie. You think the story's good or Matt Damon is good looking or whatever. At the end of the day, behind the scenes, we're selling popcorn and Jujubes. That's all we're selling and Happy Meal toys, right? So. That attention span is so important, whether it's a social media post, whether it's your voicemail, whether it's your email, your ability to have somebody invest their time in and their attention span in your message is huge. So change your voicemail and send them to a website. Give them a tip, give them a quote of the day. Say, hey, tag me on Facebook next time you're promoting. There's so many creative things that you can do with your voicemail. You wanna hear creative voicemails? hey, there's this great site called YouTube. Go say cool voicemails. It's just a matter of having somebody kind of shove people in the right direction and small activities over a long period of time will yield massive results later on.
0: Casey, you've shared a lot of really good tips in terms of how to add value, how to be creative. And the number one thing really that, that you're hitting home on is get resourceful. You know what I mean? Like the answer is out there. You don't have to make shit up. You don't need to wonder, oh, does it work? Does it not work? There's people who've done it. There's people who have taken a company from zero to six figures to seven figures. Hire that person to coach you if they'll take you. There's groups of people who are more ambitious and will push you harder than you've ever been pushed before. And oftentimes that's what people need to reach a new level. Right, Casey, you run that Platinum Mastermind Group. And that's a badass group of entrepreneurs who, you know, they don't want the status quo. They wanna step it up and they want to be held accountable, which is awesome. You've also,
1: go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump in here, but you know, you run an amazing group as well. And I think you and I can agree on this. What you just said sounds like a fantastic wrap up, but I do wanna caution people. And I think you and I would agree on this that if you're going to go hire a strategist, coaches, advisors, join a mastermind group, put yourself in environments with people that have done it, don't, for the love of all that's holy, go try to join some free mastermind group of seven people that are dead ass broke sitting around a coffee table trying to exchange ideas and just hope that out of that's going to crack some big, amazing new idea. The group is always going to reach the maximum level of complexity. So if you're the smartest one in your group, you gotta get the hell out because now you're just king of the dipshits, right? I aim to be the dumbest one in the room and I'm considered a kind of smart dude, right? I would never go join a freebie mastermind room or a freebie accountability thing because the reality is that the business owners that are really putting numbers on the board and generating results, understand that investing in the group of people that are around, they invest in access, they invest in other people's networks, they invest in skill set that's already been tried and true to the person running the mastermind or the coaching program. Like, to me, it makes no sense to go get a dating coach that's been divorced seven times. There's no reason to go hire a coach in how to swing a golf club for a dude that doesn't know how to play golf, right? So I just... It's one of those things that drives me crazy because right now there's a lot of people saying, oh, I'm going to start a mastermind or I'm going to start a coaching program. And I go, okay, well, what are, what are we coaching people on? Well, I'm just, I, it's, a, it's a way for me to sell stuff. I'm like, okay, well, you're, you're, you're giving Mel and I a bad name because we run really good quality programs that allow business owners and entrepreneurs to flourish and, and really crank out amazing results. And there are a lot of people that just run shitty programs.
0: That's the truth. That's the truth. And that's why I think knowing how to vet the programs, knowing where you're going, knowing what you want to achieve, and then finding the people who've done it is obviously super crucial. And if they haven't and they don't have the, if the proof is not in the pudding, then you need to run the other way. Totally.
1: Totally. I want to, I want to, I want to do one more pitch for you, my friend. All right, go ahead. So look, and I don't even know, I didn't check with you first. I didn't check with you ahead of time, but I'm going to do it anyways. I want you guys, if you're listening to this or you're watching this, I want you to, for a second, kind of take what we've talked about today, what Mel and I have kind of been chatting about. And I want to bring it back to a very smart, smart business decision that Mel made. Okay? So check this out, you guys. So Mel is a speaker. He's a trainer, he's a coach, he travels all around the world. The dude's amazing in, the, in terms of influence and ability to network and promote people. And you know, he has a product called VocalEase, right? Now, this is a product that as a speaker is invaluable, right? I, he gave me a bottle to test it um, a few months ago and it literally goes everywhere with me as a presenter, right, it goes everywhere. Now, I want you to think about the behind the scenes of this, right? Now, I don't know if Mel thought this through. I thought it was genius because he's literally selling a product that will give him access to a, the probably the most powerful group in, a, in the world. He's literally selling a product that solves a huge problem to a large group of people who, by nature of what we do, have massive influence and large networks of people. It's throat spray. You know, Halls makes a throat spray. You know, there's lots of throat sprays out there. But because Mel's a speaker, he can go and say, Casey, hey, would you give this a try? How much is this a bottle? Twenty bucks? Thirty bucks? Twenty bucks. Yep, nineteen ninety nine. Twenty bucks. Okay, now twenty bucks for a bottle of something that, as a speaker or as a presenter or somebody that has to talk a lot, like customer service agents, call centers, people that even singers where our voice box is our instrument or the toolbox of choice, this solves a problem. It doesn't make your voice hurt, right? Think about who his clients are, you guys. They're all speakers. Some yahoo speaker stands up in front of a room and says, you guys gotta check this out. I don't know, like, right now. Um, He's got instant influence into large networks of people. This goes back to exactly what we were talking about earlier, Mel. You've got a network of speakers. You found out a problem you solve the problem, you get that product or service into the hands of people, let them become raving fans, and those raving fans will sit on podcasts and sit on social media and sell this product for you far faster and better than you putting up Facebook ads. Thank you,
0: Casey, and I I appreciate that. Yeah, I got got mine right, I got mine right here. Yeah, the stuff works and I appreciate that shout out, and you know, for me, I just wanted to support my friends, a lot of my friends are speakers, they're traveling all around the world. They're impacting people. And the only way that they can continue to do that is to stay healthy and protect their voice. And for me, after doing two, three day events, I'd have no voice. That's how I found out about the product myself. And now that's, that's how I support other speakers. So I appreciate that shout out. Thank you, man.
1: I happen to use brownies, right? Like I'm a big brownie sender. I love sending. I just try to get them high on sugar. That's, you know, because I, (laughs) you know, you solve a problem. I just spin them up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. So let's talk maybe a little bit about, let's kind of wrap up here. How does somebody get a hold of you? How does somebody continue to learn from you? You know, they listened to almost an hour here and and they just love it and they want more. What happens next?
1: Yeah, so I have a, a very quick page set up at expandthebusiness.com. So everything I do is is helping people move the needle or expand their business. So if you go to expandthebusiness.com, uh, if you want to get notified, I do a podcast uh, that's live. It's also on iTunes called, I know shocker, expand the business. But you can go to expandthebusiness.com and you can get on the email list to remind you, I am not a big spammer. So I don't, I shouldn't say spammer. I'm not a huge like, pound my email list with offers. I literally send out an email once a week, just telling you about the podcast and something cool that's going on. And in that page, you will see that it says, Hey, if you want a box of brownies, put your address in here and I'll send you a box of brownies. So that's kind of my gift for folks that are listening. I know that there is a thousand things that you could be doing right now. And you chose to hang out with Mel and I for an hour. So let me reward you. Let me get you high on sugar. Go to expandthebusiness.com, I'll send you a greeting card. It'll say, hey, it was great to meet you. My text number, my direct text number's on there if you want to reach out to me. Or if you want to just have a chat and see if there's some way I can help you move the needle forward on your business, go to connectwithcasey.com, C-A-S-E-Y, and uh, pick a time on my calendar. We'll have a chat.
0: You're the man. I, you know, I've interviewed a bunch of people and to give somebody direct access to you, to connect with you, not everybody does that. So that's, uh, that's really generous of you
1: and I appreciate that, Casey. Thank you absolutely mel because i believe that as business owners we have to come together and if i can have a chat with somebody and you know i can help you know create some instant tool for them or some instant thing that helps them move the needle i just make it a core belief that as entrepreneurs it's our duty to help other people
0: i love it i love it i think more people need to have that mindset and that mindset is what has gotten you to where you're at today
1: which is awesome
0: you know i want the whole point of the Rebelpreneur podcast is to expand the mindset because that's where all the abundance starts is once you start seeing what other people are doing that are successful and you can replicate their thoughts, beliefs, and patterns, you're going to, you're going to start getting better results. So Casey, any final words that you want to leave with the audience?
1: Yep, absolutely. So here's the deal guys. First off, it is imperative that you plug into and get to connected to some people that resonate with you. Mel is one of, if not the best in the business. If you are not connected to him in his meetup groups on his podcast, on his Facebook page, that is like number one, get it done. So you're plugged in to have somebody help guide you and create some strategic alliances with you. Make him feel awesome. Share. Mel, thank you so much for not only being who you are and doing what you do, but really leading the charge of a revolution of people that are taking a stand for creating and formulating new paths in the marketplace. This world changes so fast and you're always on the forefront, the leading edge of that. And I just thank you for the opportunity to come on and share a little bit of stuff that gets me super excited and charged up. I I can't thank you enough and I appreciate the opportunity. To the audience, if you've stayed with us for an hour, thank you. Again, I know there are millions of things that you could be doing and you chose to be here. I will never take that for granted and both Mel and I, I can speak on behalf of him, appreciate the fact that you would take enough stand in your own business to be with us. So I'm gonna leave you with this. My favorite quote of all time is, opportunities multiply as they are seized go out say yes try new things you can always back out and get rid of stuff that doesn't work but start saying yes go out there change the world have an amazing day now go out and give somebody else an awesome day
0: love it casey thanks again for your time your heart and uh and sharing some wisdom man hey thanks for listening and make sure to leave a review and to subscribe on itunes so we can alert you as soon as the next rebel interview comes out Remember, always bring out your inner rebelpreneur to get the best results in business. Be different to get different.